Hello from Korea. The best part of this vacation is spending time with my sisters. But pretty soon we'll be back from spring break, and then I'm gonna tackle you and smother you with kisses and give you gifts. I'm not sure. I can't wait to see you. Feels like it's hard to believe. I'm standing in a timeless dream. What all started with a letter, a hot tub, and a diner could turn into this. Larjean Song Covey, will you go to prom with me? Yes, of course. <laughs> I love you always, forever, near and far, closer together, everywhere. I will be with you, everything I will do for you. On a scale of one to ten, how much are you gonna miss me when I'm gone next year? A four. A four? I'm glad you and Peter are both going to Stanford. You are not cut out for long distance. I haven't gotten in yet. Make sure that's what you want. It's what I want, and it's perfect. You gotta go. You know what I'm looking forward to the most about college? Hmm. Never having to say Really see myself living there, you know? We both know what 3,000 miles would do to us. This is a little dramatic, even for you. Will I look back in 20 years and wonder if I made the wrong choice? Can you guys turn around? This is so embarrassing. Not a chance, Chrissy. Save this relationship by not growing. The world keeps shifting under my feet. All I want is for it to stand still. I didn't get in. Alrighty, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode. We have another review here on the podcast for you. This review is for Netflix's To All the Boys 3, aka To All the Boys Always and Forever. Um, yeah, for this review, I am joined by some special guests. First things first, from the Cinemania World team, Candid Cinema, we have Manda. Manda, hello. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We're getting Very by. Busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, also, we are also joined from Pop Culture Planet. Back on the podcast, we have Kristen. Kristen, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. How's how's everything? Pretty good. Pretty good. Very nice to hear from you again. Very nice to have you back on the Thank show you. here today. Um, all right, everyone. We you were listening to the trailer for To All the Boys, Always and Forever. Um, we're going to be reviewing that movie here today. Not much of a bio besides continuing the story of, uh, of Laura Jean and her boyfriend, Peter, played by Lana Condor and Noah Centineo. So uh, I want to preface this by saying that I love these kind of movies. I'm a sucker for love and love stories and cheesy love. And I love the first one. Second one was okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um, but I love the first one. So I was super excited to get into this movie here. So I'll get you guys thoughts first. I will start with Manda. What'd you think? 
I mean, you can't go wrong with rom-coms. And like Lana Condor is absolutely fantastic in all three of these films. This trilogy belongs to her. If she wasn't in it, this would be a completely different film. She just brings so much like warmth and love uh, to the film. And um, she was she was great. If it weren't for her, like I said, it just it would fall apart, to be perfectly honest. Um, mm-hmm. I just love that we saw a different side of her and that we got to see a young teenage girl make decisions on her own in a way, uh, even though she's in a relationship. So I thought it was really cool how they decided to navigate that. But overall, it was it was a good watch. We all need these films sometimes and it came out when we needed it most. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, once again, you know, uh, if you do if you do rom coms good, I think they're really really fun to watch and get into. Uh, you know, cozy by the fire kind of movies, great for couples, great for the weekend actually too. Um, forgot that it was Valentine's Day weekend, so it's a good mm-hmm. release for that holiday. So let's go to Christine. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I I loved it. I mean, it, it's so much fun. Um, it feels like you're kind of growing up with these characters as they, you know, go through high school and now they're graduating and they're figuring things out. And, and when you kind of go back to those first few movies, you know, everything was very like, you know, kind of this wish fulfillment fantasy. And then as we get to this last chapter, you know, you really get to see Lara Jean like figuring out things for herself, you know, learning to trust her own decisions and have better communication with Peter. And I just feel like this was one of their like one of the healthiest versions of the relationship that we've seen in the in the trilogy. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, like there's, you know, those little yeah. cute moments or like the forehead kisses or like, <laughs> you know, eating pancakes and falling asleep watching movies. You know, it's it's really cute. And I think that's what's so fun about these movies is that. It's very like relatable, um, mm-hmm. but but also has a little bit of this heightened like fantasy visuals, like the the vibrancy of just like how beautiful the world is. Like it's such a beautiful aesthetic, and then yeah, in, yeah. and then in this one, you know, we're we're seeing Lara Jean really like having to kind of make this decision about you know choosing love, choosing her future, balancing that kind of idea. And one of my favorite things about this film in particular, aside from just seeing how much everyone has grown, was was the travel, you know, seeing them in, mm-hmm. in Korea and in, in New York. I'm from New York, so to, to see, like, them going to Magnolia Bakery and eating banana pudding, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I miss that. <laughs> I want to oh go there. place is so good. I was <laughs> no. there last year. It was so – no, not, not like, like 2019 late in um, New York. And that place, I was like, oh, my God, this is like FOMO right now. I really want to be back there. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so I, I love that. And, you know, just the the parallels that you get to see between the first movie and, and this movie, I, I just felt like we're, we're so on point. Like, I, I loved that they really used that song by Love, um, I Like Me Better. That was like kind of the theme song of the first movie. And in this one, it kind of took on a new meaning with like that to be young and in love in New York City. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I um my my quick thoughts on the movie is that I, I I adored it. I watched it again actually today. Um, I really liked I really liked this kind of trilogy that thing that they did. Um, I I did see that you know, uh, they were thinking about they had ideas for a fourth one, but I think you capped it off like perfectly mm-hmm. by the end as far as telling their story. Yeah. And I, I want to mention that. Kitty, I want to see Kitty going off to <laughs> do a spin yeah. I'm like, that would be cool. Oh, yeah, see, that would be cool, you know? Like, I, I, I want to preface that. Earlier, I, I said that um, second one was like, all right, I thought they were just doing 
too much force feeding as far as like the other guy. And the reason why I like the first one so much is because it comes off so natural, this mm-hmm. kind of movie. And the script is not all over the place and not too forced and whatnot. So when I was watching this one and you're kind of following them as a couple, and a lot of couples go through this in high school as far as like figuring out what we're going to do when it comes to college and all that stuff. And I like seeing them kind of deal with that. And Mm -hmm. um, they live in like Cali. So and then the big kind of thing with the movie is New York. And I'm like, oh, that is a oof. I've, I've done a flight from that that distance, and it ain't fun. It's a long, like it's a long ways ago. So I really like that kind of aspect of the film to see them kind of really work with actual real life experiences with couples in high school uh, mm-hmm. who are finishing out their school and trying to figure out what they want to be and what they want to do and who they want to be. And um, yeah, and I like that. I was afraid that the movie was gonna paint. Another reason why I didn't enjoy the second one that much, because I was afraid they were going to paint Peter again as like a controlling kind of dude. And I was like, I, I don't think he needs to. I was hoping they didn't go that route. And it, in the like towards the end, they you can he can't they, they were kind of kind of hinting at that. But in, in his like defense, you can kind of kind of see where he's coming from but you know of course you're mostly uh with with Lara Jean and like you know she wants to do this and this is what she wants to do so I just like seeing that kind of conflict and seeing how they were going to work like work with it so in the end I think I really really I, I really really enjoyed the movie and I just like all the stuff that they were balancing they also do like a like a parent storyline with Peter that I liked and related related to a bunch and I like mm-hmm. that too yeah um performances is great again um Lana Condor is really good in this uh, in the, as uh, Laura Jean. She's I really want to see her. Yeah, I really want to see her in so much more things. Uh, yeah. Manolo, some of your thoughts on some of the performances, whether like chemistry between Noah and Lana or anything like that? They're always cute. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually really enjoyed the second one because of John Ambrose. Mm-hmm. I thought there wasn't like it added so much to even their dynamic afterwards between uh, Kavinsky and, uh, and Laura Jean. So I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool that they had that. They broke apart, kind of, and she explored her other options. It was really nice. The second one was one of my f- favorites, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But in this case, I really did love, like what Kristen said, they had such cute moments. It was just really sweet. And I enjoyed the fact that they were communicating a bit more than they normally would, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just a different vibe from them they were comfortable with each other they you know they knew how the other person was going to react in like regular conversations like it was just really cute that they fed off of each other um but even when they did have the tough conversations I found that like uh Kavinsky was really understanding and I love mm. that that he that he was in this case and it was just focused more on Laura Jean and what she wanted um, but yeah, Lana can make you fall in love with literally anything. And that oh, is so what I love about her. And I want her to be the lead in so many more romantic films because she's just brilliant. She's so good. Yeah. She's really, she, she was really, really good in this. Um, well, my favorite part from her, uh, was, uh, actually towards the end, you know, the big kind of conflict scene between them two, mm-hmm. um, the camera's kind of just focusing on her most of the time and she just have to, you're just watching her act and she's really good. Um, going back to their relationship again, like they, this couple is so damn adorable from the sleeping on the couch with using two AirPod um, headphones and stuff to watch a movie, all that stuff. The kind of little, 
the the dialogue usually in these kind of movies can be a little cringe, but I thought it was it was it was I thought it was charming. I thought a lot of the dialogue as far as, you know, couples stuff that, you know, the kids say, I don't know what they should be saying, but like what you know, I, I liked it and I, I enjoyed watching them uh watching them just uh go back and forth and you would think that these two are dating in real life because of how great their chemistry is. That's always that's always what you can say about, you know, couples on on film. I go back to like uh Michael B. Jordan and um and Tessa Thompson in the mm-hmm. Creed movies, I used to always think they have to be dating because they're just so they they just so work they work so well together. Um, Kristen, mm-hmm. what about you? Some of your uh, some of your thoughts on the performances and the and the relationships in the movie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the performances, are, you know, they're incredible. Lana Condor is just amazing in everything. Um, I think I really loved um, aside from like the the romantic relationship that she had with Peter, which was so cute. Um, I love the relationship with her sisters so much. Like this, that was some of my favorite scenes, you know, when we get to see the sisters bonding and, you know, spending time together. Um, and particularly when they're in Korea, um, I, I just love this scene um, with Lana, where she is kind of talking to Peter about being in Korea and kind of people coming up to her and thinking that she can speak the language and kind of feeling a little bit on the outside, like a little bit uncomfortable because she can't. And I just found that so relatable. And I loved how they, throughout the entire trilogy, have infused their Korean background into the story in such like a seamless way where like, mm-hmm. you know, just that little moment, I was like, I relate to that as a, as a Latina, you know, like I, I relate to that feeling. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that there are a lot of other people that can relate to that and to be able to see their culture kind of come through in like this, like, you know, strong but subtle way um i just think is such a highlight of this film but also just the entire trilogy yeah yeah i agree uh i i um yeah i liked you know the, the sense of culture in the movie was also really strong here too um you see that a lot in the beginning and then i like the idea of them actually going i like the fact that it, it wasn't set in cali so much but uh in order for you to see kind of where she's coming from as far as her love for where she wants to go to school, they put you there in that city and they show you all the amazing things you can do. All of this looked like pre-pandemic, so it was so sad again to see like, you know, pre-pandemic New York and stuff like that. But like, um, it was so great to see all of that and see them inter- inter- interact with um, a lot of the a lot of the, the citywide stuff. And then the characters were also great, side characters uh, Laura Jean's friends are, are great again and her parents and her sisters and stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I just liked it. I, I liked it. I think, um, uh, I haven't seen a lot of marketing. I, I think I was talking to Amanda about this earlier before we recorded. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a lot of marketing for the movie cause I didn't realize it was coming out tomorrow, uh, until like earlier this week. And I was like, Oh, like, I mean, I feel like that's one of Netflix, Netflix's biggest, um, properties. I would think, you know, you would see it everywhere, but I've only seen like a few, kind of as far as like you know trailers and stuff like that i actually just noticed a trailer on youtube so i'm um, hoping that means a lot of people still can watch it but uh, but um yeah i just didn't see a lot of uh, promotional material for it. and i think this is one of their one of their better kind of rom-coms because there are there are some that they have that are like a mess but i think yeah, this, one's, I mean, this one's good yeah and honestly i would i would even go as so far to say as i think to all the boys like kind of revived that rom-com passion yep. that people have like I, I feel like for a long time there hadn't been any like really big rom-coms that people have like been drawn to like this um where you know you're able to make three movies out of it and it relates to so many people and um mm-hmm. you know I think that's great that this movie was able to kind of like 
bring that resurgence back. I agree. I agree. Because yeah. I'm actually, now that you said that, I'm trying to figure out, like, if there's other recent ones where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, as far as, like, the teenage ones. Because, you know, you can go to the more mature ones, and they're, and they're definitely there. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the teenage ones, yeah, it was getting a little, it was getting a little rough. But I remember uh, turning this on, and I, I had knew nothing about it, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. And I ended up watching it a thousand times. The second one, watched it a few times. Um, I, I, I think it's a solid, a real solid trilogy. I don't think it... Um, I don't think it falls in the place of where it just does stuff for the sake of meaning things. I think there's meaning behind what's actually going on in these movies. And I really like that as whether it's like more personal stuff where uh, with Laura Jean and like her mom and and then um, dealing with like a new stepmother, then her family issues and then uh, Peter's family issues that's touched upon a lot in this one. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um yeah, did you guys have any kind of negatives when it came, when it came to the movie? I go, Amanda. Um, I did feel like it ran a bit long. Mm, that was mine I too. I agree with yeah. that also. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the was pacing mine. was kind of off in the third act. Like it kind of just fell up, not fell apart, but it was just weird. Like the same momentum that the first, like the first two acts had, just it wasn't there in the third one. And I guess because they were kind of grounded. Like, we weren't in a different location. We were just back home. Maybe that was it. Like, there wasn't an excite, like anything exciting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Other than the wedding, but it was just the the fact that, like, I don't know. It just felt off for me. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I think I was the same way. I was towards, uh, I was looking at run, when I was looking at the runtime initially, uh, it said 158. And I was like, why? You know, like, and then I'm watching the movie and I'm getting to like the hour mark. I'm like, okay, um, this could have easily been like an hour and a half ish kind of, kind of film. And this, it didn't need to go like an hour and 45 or hour 50. Um, so I will say the pacing a little bit kind of halts in the middle of it. I think after, uh, well, how well would I say? I think after New York, it kind of takes a takes a step into like okay we're we're kind of dragging a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, what about you Kristen was it the same way for you yeah I would say I would say it was just uh, a little bit long um but otherwise I I really enjoyed yeah the story yeah just maybe yeah, the, the pacing towards the end mm-hmm. yeah yeah same here same here um all right so uh, uh final thoughts on the movie I'll start uh, by saying once again, I highly recommend it. I think it's one of the it's uh, one of the better rom coms out there. Uh, performance is always great. Nobody struggles in, in this movie, or at least to me, as far as like, oh, I wish they weren't here or something. But everybody was great. Um, script was really good. Uh, stronger script, I think, um, than the second installment. Uh, the first one is still like my favorite, but I I really really enjoyed uh, this one. And yeah, highly recommend. Great love story. Perfect for the weekend. So. Yeah, let's go with Kristen. Any final thoughts on the film? Yeah, I mean, my final thoughts, I think, um, you know, it keeps the magic of that that first movie that um, everyone loves so much. It feels like a love letter to rom-coms and, and those, you know, those iconic films from like the 80s and, and 90s and even early 2000s. And um, I just, I'm so glad that this trilogy exists to like, not only just bring that back, but also bring it back for, you know, people of color who don't get to see themselves in this light all the time. And I just think that it's Mm -hmm. such a beautiful story um, of like growth and love and family and, you know, looking towards the future. And um, I hope everyone loves it because I thought they did a really great job with it. It was just like the perfect finale. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I really want to see a spinoff 
around Kitty. That's what I. That's what I. I'm gonna push for that. I love that. Honestly, I wouldn't mind a couple years from now to see um to see a you know a, a fourth one of, of like Laura Jean and Peter and their and their like late college lives to see where they're at. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I would spinoffs all around the movie because I really really enjoy it. Let's go to Amanda. Any final thoughts? I totally agree with Kristen. Uh, completely. Um, everyone has this like weird thing about romantic comedies that mm-hmm. they can't be enjoyed by everyone. And that's completely wrong because we need these films in our lives. Something that gives us hope that gives us love, you know, and something that's really heartwarming for everyone. We can't just watch like dramas 24 seven or thrillers 24 seven or Oscar films 24 <laughs> seven, but we need these films to make us feel good about ourselves and, I absolutely loved the ending. I thought it was a full circle moment and it just gave me that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. This trilogy is so great and I'm so happy that it exists. I really hope that a fourth book is written because those are the rumors that have been swirling around. I saw, yeah. (laughs) So I think that would be amazing. And like you said, Wayne, if it was like in their college years and then maybe if they wanted to extend it, like they get married, I think that'd be mm-hmm. really fun. But yeah, this is just such a wholesome trilogy and I'm really happy that people get to watch it this weekend. Have you guys read the books? Um, I read, a, I read the first one. Um, okay. I haven't read the others, but I do have them. I just haven't read them yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, was I, about reading. I was thinking about reading it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about reading it just to see kind of differences and stuff. I always like going back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I listen. I saw rumors of the fourth of a fourth book and movie. So, um, listen, the no Noah's looking like twenty eight. So, I mean, I think it's perfect to go back. It's you know, time. let's do. It's time to get out of the high school and stuff like that. I think Lana Lana still looks really really young, but I think they also that's because they they kind of per, like dress her young and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, I would love to see see them again. I really I really like these, and I think the negative kind of connotation around romance and rom-coms and and teenage ones i think uh i think sometimes it's it's a little too much and i'm like i these they they work when they work and sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't they don't work as much sometimes they they work okay like i liked work it from last year uh but sometimes sometimes they 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 really really work i think this is the trilogy where it really really works so recommend comes out tomorrow so yeah that's our review everyone really appreciate you guys all for listening i'll go around the call get everyone social medias i'll start with man and let everyone know they can follow you yeah you can find me at amx nda reviews on twitter instagram and letterbox and you can go check out my website candidxcinema.com all right and you can follow me on twitter at cinemania cinemania 94 and uh kristen let's go to you yeah, you can find me at Kmaldo, K-A-Y-M-A-L-D-O, on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, at a one at the end, and I'm on Instagram. And I also host um, Pop Culture Planet, which is a podcast all about inclusion and representation in Hollywood. Yes. Also, uh, everyone, please check out Amanda and Kristen's coverage from like Sundance recently. Both have been killing it when it comes to oh, interviews and stuff like that. So I highly it. recommend uh, click those click those uh, links below and check them all out. So thank you guys for joining us uh, once again. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Bye bye.